Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to 30-Minute Thrive, your go-to podcast for anything and everything HR, powered by MRA, the Management Association. Looking to stay on top of the ever-changing world of HR? MRA has got you covered. We'll be the first to tell you what's hot and what's not. I'm your host, Sophie Bowler, and we are so glad you're here. Now, it's time to thrive. Hello, everybody. I am joined with Kristen Nowak today. She's our senior recruiting and retention business partner here at MRA and comes with over 15 years of experience. So she knows a lot, but she's hired, onboarded, trained, and supported hundreds of employees throughout her career and is really here today to share that knowledge with all of you um, as we focus on employee experience as our main topic for today. So welcome to the show, Kristen. I'm excited to talk to you today. Thank you, Sophie. I'm so glad to be here and to talk about a topic that I know well. Absolutely. Well, let's dive right into the first question. Um, We're going to start a little broad. So could you tell me what the employee experience really means in your eyes? Absolutely. The employee experience to me really is the experience the employee encounters when they're engaged with your organization. Sounds pretty simplistic. Actually, a colleague of mine says it even in a more defined way that I like to talk about, and that is that the employee engagement is actually the destination and the employee experience is the roadmap. I love that. Thanks. (laughs) Well, in the previous two podcasts, um, we really went into the first steps of employee experience, which talked about attracting talent and onboarding and all that fun stuff. So... What are the next steps to creating a good employee experience? I'm glad you asked that. But Sophie, I'm going to take a step back because I know you recently talked to Jim Morgan about the candidate experience. And so for those of you out there who have not been able to hear that podcast yet, I highly encourage it. There's a lot of similarities here Mm -hmm. between that candidate experience and the employee experience. And so I would say if you think back to what Jim was speaking with you about being a candidate, he really turned some tables on you there, Sophie. He asked you a couple questions he about did. your candidate experience. Unexpectedly. Exactly. And so if I remember correctly, you know, paraphrasing and recapping here, you talked quite a bit about when you were looking for employment, you looked at the culture of the organization, most likely by the internet. You Googled, mm-hmm. you tried to find articles, whatever that case may be. You thought about uh, the culture. Would that be potentially of interest to you? Could that fit? Um, who you are and what you are looking for. And then you had those discussions and you probably dove a little bit deeper. But those are the same things we actually talk about for that employee experience because if you think about it, that candidate becomes the employee. So as in yourself, you became an employee. So now you're thinking about those same things as well. But what happens next? Because that employee becomes part of the fabric of your organization. So you have to think of the other things And that includes engaging in that employee, investing in that employee, and communicating with that employee. If you think about the simple things you originally thought about when you did your candidate experience search, what was the culture? What is the leadership saying? What about technologies in your workspace? That's the same thing you're thinking about if you become the employee. And I think that's important to understand these are our next steps. Those don't change. You didn't walk into your job and say, well, that's what I wanted yesterday. Today, I want something else. Those are part of you, and that's part of an employee experience. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And as you know, it's essential to keep staying up to date on these trends and 
changes like Jim did discuss. Um, mm-hmm. So that being said, what are some of the new tools that you've seen to improve the employee experience these days? Well, I'm glad you've asked because there's a couple different ways you can look at tools. You know, everybody thinks tool and they think tangible. Is there a technology? Is there something in that capacity? Sure, there are human resource technologies, the candidate size. Those are the applicant tracking systems. It's the HRIS systems that become part of the organization once you're hired. And those are really important. And I think um, it's been mentioned in prior podcasts about being as up-to-date as possible in those tools. An HRIS system can give the employees a really great experience um, from being more adept at getting health benefit information, policy updates, communication. I mean, let's face it, most of our employees in some cases now are not back in the workforce as they were before. We need to reach them from afar and as quickly as possible. But that's not the only way to communicate. Those aren't the only current tools that I think are really important for the employee experience. I think the tools that you've created now having to be forced into technology, Zoom meetings or Team meetings are really important to communicate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Water cooler discussions, just having a general discussion at a level between supervisors and employees is wonderful. What about town halls? I think those are really important too. We might have done them to some capacity before, but they've really risen to the challenge of what we need today for our employee experience. Right. And we know it's important to pay attention to what matters to every single employee at work. And this might be challenging, but how do you listen to each individual employee on their wants and needs? Very good question, because again, let's think back to that. Um, You're a candidate, you want to become an employee with your organization. Those wants and needs you just talked about, they're still part of you, whether you're sitting in the outside waiting for the offer or you're internally as an employee, what can you do? So I think it's important to look at it in a capacity of surveys in this state. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to understand both at a macro level and a micro level what your employees are saying. So how can you do that? One of the ways is, for instance, MRA does an engagement survey. They have a great department that works quite extensively on all this information that an organization is looking at about their entire employee base. And those engagement surveys are wonderful to help us look within those quantitative and qualitative factors, what the trends are. What are the satisfaction points for your employees? And I think if you're looking for a way really to listen, to listen on a big scope with those engagement surveys is important. Absolutely. But sometimes we need something different than that. Oh my gosh, sometimes we need to look at a smaller group. We need to maybe focus on our sales team or something Mm -hmm. of that nature. And how can you do that on a smaller scope? Those one-on-one discussions, those stay interviews are incredibly important. And those should be at a frequency that gives you good information without waiting too long. It happens often, so you can get that information to your leadership, to your organization, and that communication through the employees. Sting interviews is another thing MRA does with their retention. They're able to help organizations and members to focus on those smaller scope areas that they want to look at that, that satisfaction, that, that quantitative and qualitative aspect. Right. I think gathering all that feedback from employees is super important, whether that's in a conversation or, like you said, an engagement survey. I mean, anything really helps. Um, but the employee experience really helps to also improve employee retention. So what are your top three um, must-have strategies that an employer should 
really have to create a good employee experience that will lead to employee retention? Well, I think it's a great question. I think there's probably more than three strategies for that, but let's talk about some that I think we could focus in on. One thing that is really important to um, understand for an employee is how are they receiving their messages and how are things perceived? And I'll take a step back on that. The candidate experience, when you were looking at the organizations, you were actually looking at online, right? Mm -hmm. You were focusing on what does the organization look like? That's the branding. And I think sometimes leaders don't know what their brand is. And I think before you could understand how an employee gets engaged, you need to understand how you're communicating to your employees, whether they be that candidate, that employee now, or that exiting employee. What did you, what is your brand? How are you communicating? What messages are you sending? So I think strategy one is to know who you are. Whether Mm -hmm. that be go back out and try and become that candidate again and see what your organization is like going through the process, or potentially just talking to your leaders and talking to your employees. Again, those town halls, things of that nature. How are they understanding your organization? And is it as you expect it? Do you need to make adjustments? Another strategy is really to consider the experience. There are those four key areas we talk about in what's also known as our employee journey, which is that culture. Are you staying true to your culture? Strategy, look at what your culture is, identify your culture, ask questions about your culture. Is it matching what you think it is? Um, Leadership, is leadership being communicative? Are they being supportive? Is it collaborative? Focusing on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Technology, do you have as up-to-date technology as you can have for your employees? Or is there something more you could do? Uh, Many organizations will do engagement surveys or other types of um, conversations and come up with a list of points of things that are really important. And if technology rises to the top, maybe that's something that is a strategy they could work with and move forward and and, um, present to their employee base. And then there's the workspace, the workplace, work-life balance. You said it yourself in -hmm. conversations previously, and you'd probably agree today. What is there for flexibility? Are we meeting the benefits? Again, these things are not just for a candidate, they're for an employee, they're throughout the whole life cycle. Right, and we have to bring up budget at some point. Right. So what happens if an employer doesn't feel like they have a big enough budget to really support a good employee experience? What are some practical but inexpensive options for them? Good question. Making things happen doesn't have to be expensive. That's the really good news. Mm -hmm. So one of the tools I often refer to is something that MRA has on our toolkit, if you're a member on the website. It's called the Employee Experience Assessment Tool. It is a fantastic way to take a quick look at the comprehensive checklist and the state of your organization. And when I talk about that journey, that's that candidate to employee the engaging of the employee, the investing of the employee, the growing of the employee, even to the exit, it actually touches in this tool upon all those areas in a yes no capacity to say, how are we doing? It's a it's a quick meter, it's a you know, thought process through the journey and are we missing are we meeting the points that are really important to our organization? And there's no cost. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you just touched on the exiting of an employee and unfortunately mm-hmm. this does come with the employee experiences when an employee leaves the company. So this should also be a positive experience, right? It should be a positive experience, but let's be honest, it tends to be emotional Mm -hmm. right out of the gate. 
whether or not it's your top performer or someone you might have been expecting could potentially be asking the organization, um, it's emotional. Mm -hmm. But that isn't the time to get emotional. Now is the time to investigate. And that's something I'm really passionate about with organizations, especially in this market, seeing as that recruiting side is the other half of my mm -hmm. recruiting and retention. Um, we get calls all the time, I need people, I need people. But why are you losing people? Have you investigated? Have you done discussions? If there's uh, an organization out there that hasn't done it yet, have those conversations and they need to be timely. When someone leaves, you wanna catch them before they leave with good deep conversations as best as you can. That's the old exit interview um, mm -hmm. situation. Sometimes though, I'm hearing it's really hard for organizations to do that on their own. They feel that it's um, either not the right time, the employees aren't, aren't engaging as much, and sometimes there just isn't training for leadership in how to conduct an exit discussion. That's where MRA can come in. Our exit interview team is great at doing the behavioral-based discussions. We're considering a neutral third party, so that works out fantastic. But it's important to figure out what happened in that employee journey by going through and investigating at this exit stage. And then what you do with that, I think it's really important. This is what I feel is that positive piece, Sophie. I think mm -hmm. what you need to do at that point is understand, can you make adjustments within your organization? Are you finding when someone leaves that it's an onboarding situation? Right. Is that something you could have done more from the front end? Maybe it's just simple, better messaging. Is it a leadership in a supervisory situation? Do you need more supervisory training? Or is it a circumstance that you really can't manage at this time because maybe it's not a possibility of the individual being able to experience what they're looking for at your organization? And then, you know, you have to take that and move forward from there. But positively, you should get some good results from the discussion. Absolutely. And just talking about this whole process, a smooth and rewarding employee experience process really gives back time to managers. So how is that true? Well, it's true because if you can get this journey well-tuned, if you can manage to touch all those points of employees' engagement with you from your culture and your communication, your technology, and the, the work-life um, balance, you're going to be in a position, I have to believe, to recruit less and retain more. Mm -hmm. Good answer. <laughs> but because a good employee experience can really differ for each employee, how do you address all the other needs? You have to do it in pieces. You mm -hmm. have to look at where the important things are um, and really understand what to start with. And maybe that requires a chat with MRA to see uh, where you're at and, and what to focus in on. But at least start with communication. You don't know if you don't ask. And having those potential one-on-ones with your employees at your supervisory level and lower level and then communicating that up and broadcasting that out through your town halls. I think that's really going to be the um, crux of, of moving forward and doing that in a capacity that meets your employee base right now. It probably could be Zoom meetings. It could be, you know, regular um, email communications, but just because um, there's a difference in where your employees are, don't shy away from communicating with them. Right, exactly. And how does senior leadership play a role in the whole employee experience process? I think senior leadership needs to be the one in the forefront mm -hmm. of that brand. They need to be the one in the forefront of the communication. The organizations through surveys I believe we've done here at MRA have shown that individuals will leave an organization because of senior leadership. 
So is your senior leadership using it? Are they understanding what the voices are of the employee? And do they understand the employee experience? I think having them do a little bit of that walkthrough there would be important as well. Absolutely. Well, we're running out of time, but do you have any last thoughts that you can give our followers today? I think the biggest thought I would leave you with is the journey. It's truly about the employee's journey, whether it be on the candidate, the employee, the exit. You need to know what your journey is providing and adjust in order to retain and maintain. Absolutely. And like Jim mentioned, the employee experience never ends. It's an ongoing thing and it will never end. Exactly. Um, But like I said, that takes up all of our time for today, unfortunately. But Kristen, thank you so much for joining us today. And listeners, I hope you enjoyed talking to Kristen too. Um, But we have added Kristen's LinkedIn profile to the show notes as well as a couple great resources that she's given us. So make sure to check those out um, and make sure to connect with her too. Shoot her, shoot her a message. She'd love to chat, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, otherwise, we will be continuing the conversation next week. Um, but thank you again, Kristen. I had fun talking to you and we will see you again soon. Thank you. And that wraps up our content for this episode. Be sure to reference the show notes where you can sign up to connect for more podcast updates. Check out other MRA episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, make sure to follow MRA's 30-Minute Thrive so you don't miss out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next Wednesday to carry on the HR conversation.